You are listening to Playfully Persistent Podcast, brought to you by the Des Moines Children's Museum. I'm Ashlyn. Ashlyn is a board member and most likely to have the craziest idea at the table. I'm Jules. Jules is also a board member, founder, and most likely to say yes to the crazy ideas and jumps all in. This show is all about children's museums, the good, the bad, and all the mess. Welcome to the rewarding chaos of Children's Museum. Today we are talking summer camps. We have never hosted summer camps, so to be clear, this isn't going to be, let us tell you, in our expert opinion, how to host the best summer camps. This is going to be more of a, I sure hope this works out and we're talking it out session. Ashlyn has run a successful in-home daycare for 12 and a half years, so I'm sure it's going to work out, Ashlyn. (laughs) Unfortunately, you're not the one running it in person. No, and you've worked in schools for over 13 years, so like, I feel like you have this. And when you originally approached me, I was like, yeah, I can do summer (laughs) camps, but I have to admit, I'm ridiculously nervous because when you're at a school, you have a roster, you learn the kids' names, you have a whole year to get to know them. So much of classroom management and little like oopses happen and you iron them out, you know, throughout right. the year. But summer camps is going to be like one week. Right. You don't have time to get to know all of the kids. All right. So funny thing is, just like Ashlyn said one day through a text, Jules. Think the museum needs to have a podcast <laughs> and I was like yes that is also why we are having summer camps <laughs> Ashlyn said I think it's really important that the museum has summer camps this year yes. I I don't know why but like at the beginning of the year I was completely gung-ho about holding summer camps I was like yes we need to do this but part of that is because since we've opened uh, our visitors have asked us for two things birthday parties, which we do, and they're wildly successful, and summer camps. Um, And right when we were like getting to a point where we could maybe think about summer camps, COVID happened. So this is like the first time that we've been like, yes, we can do something like this. It's true, we're like fully staffed, you know, our staff feels comfortable, our staff like continues to be like, hey, we wanna do this like art activity this week and stuff, which is so great. I love our staff so much. And it is, it's that moment where you're like, okay, we probably are supposed to have summer camps. But here's the catch is that like, I'm still working full time. So I literally had to text Julie and be like, I wanna do summer camps, I will plan them but can you run them? (laughs) And I have to admit, that's what kind of probably worries me, even though we work so well together. If I was planning them, I'd be like, yeah, I got this. I can do this. (laughs) But I'm more like, oh, Ashlyn's great at planning. I'm going to let her do this planning. And then, you know, I'm probably not going to look at your planning until the night before. And I'm going to be like, we don't have the sponges or whatever (laughs) it is, even though she's been great at making lists and ordering the supplies. It's just one of those moments that... I haven't put all the ducks in a row because I'm still busy too working at a full-time job, which soon I will be done with. And that's so funny because that's like one of the things that I'm nervous about is I'm like, am I ordering all the right stuff? Am I getting it no. all? Am I doing all of that? And I'm like, like I'm making sure I'm making my list, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I just have this panicked feeling that like somebody's going to call me in the middle of a camp and be like, 
what happened to this stuff? And they'd be like, oh, no. No, you can't say that. I just told you I'm nervous that you might not have everything, but you're always so fabulous. And then you tell me that. Okay, but in all honesty, one of the things I'm pretty good about is being flexible. Yes. So that if it is something that's like, oh, we dropped the ball on that. I mean, we have so many supplies in the museum that we can easily right. substitute if we're doing one of the art things or a dinosaur thing. Yeah, we can I'm fix not it up. actually worried, worried about that, but like, yeah. So one of the things that really stopped us from doing summer camps right away was really the insurance question. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like people are just going to drop kids off and what kind of insurance and do we need waivers and you know what happens if the parents don't pick them up and stuff like that so it was one of those things that we were like that seems like a lot of work um laura uh-huh. the co-founder <laughs> always says stuff like that seems like a lot of work for a volunteer to be thinking about so sometimes things don't happen at the museum because it's like uh not until somebody gets paid to do that are we going to actually go through with that yep um so yeah insurance was we with laura didn't inquire about insurance for us, even though it totally should have been like probably one of us, but we inquired about it and actually took a while, like months to get the insurance nailed down because we obviously wanted the correct one um, or policy, I should say. But we also had to check with like state because there's a fine line between daycare guidelines and summer camps and the ages of kids. And it's very particular so um we pretty much right away knew that we would be offering just half day camps they're like nine to noon and you have to offer a snack but you can only do school age kids really four and up um I'm not sure about what the guidelines would be if we were to offer younger kid camps but we didn't even look at that no we'll have to look at how well we do with this right and then we can find out because truthfully like Preschool a lot of times starts at three, mm-hmm. and if you had a new three-year-old about to go to preschool, you might want to try a summer camp like this. Yeah, so definitely. We'll, we'll look into it for next year. First, we'll get through one summer camp with our good insurance and everything else. It's a trial run. This yeah. summer is definitely a trial one run. Let's see what works. All of that. Um, our camps what just went live in April, and I mean they didn't even book up. And at first I was like, no, I want these camps booked. And now I'm just like, I don't want them booked. (laughs) Well, you're saying they didn't book up, but there are multiple kids, like more than five to seven kids in each camp. You were talking about how many originally? 20 kids in each camp. So like they, they're not maxed out, I should say. They're close. (laughs) I'm totally okay with less than 20 kids for our first run on summer camps. Um, And let's talk a little bit about the summer camps, because even though I said I didn't do any of the planning, I did sit down with you once to just be like, what what are we going to be doing? Right, right. Yes, I did get permission first for what I could plan. Um, And we do have, we're doing four camps, um, Artastic, which is obviously an art-themed one, a CSI build, um, which is like Lego building challenge mixed with like 
a mystery CSI like yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> I'm excited about that one, and I bet you don't have it all planned out. But I want it to be like shoe prints. You have to figure out who did something, yeah. or like animal tracks, and you have to like use your knowledge and stuff. Um, I also think that's the one that actually has like two different things really happening. Oh there. yeah, because we were just like both of us wanted something, and I was like, we can mesh these together. This is great. <laughs> So we'll we'll see how that one works out. Um, mess at the mu- museum. That's the one I'm super excited about. It's all sensory play and everything. It's it's kind of what makes children's museums to me. Yeah. Children's museums. You know, I mean, if you're really rich, you could just have a lot of toys. But the fact is, even if you're really rich, you don't want to do some yeah. of these toys. Everyone is a little particular. Some people hate sand. Some people hate slime. You know, some people are like, no, I don't want to make that volcano explode. But oh. a mess at the museum is like all of it. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I love I love mess. I love kids mm-hmm. doing that. Um, I even got approved for that one. I texted Julie and I was like, are you um okay like with uh, balloon, water balloon painting? And she's like, sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to pause you there for a moment. I think you texted Laura and I, and I think she was like, sure, that sounds great. And I saw that many hours later, and I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, are we putting paint in the balloons? What is water balloon painting? So I purchased reusable water balloons. They're basically like sponges, and you're going to take canvases with a obviously like some kind of backdrop, and you put the canvases, and the kids just get to throw these paint-filled sponge. They're like the reusable water balloons, so basically large sponges at the canvases. So are they going to wear gloves? I mean, I know it's all about the mess, but I just need to know, am yes. I sending home these little kids with We paint can on their do it's whatever they want. If these okay. kids want to, like, put their hands and get super messy, great. But I'm totally thinking, like, they need, you know, smocks, like, full-body smocks and everything. Because otherwise, there's just going to be paint all over the museum. Maybe we'll buy some CSI little suits for the week before. (laughs) And then they can wear those in the, like, art throwing water balloons at canvases. I love that. (laughs) And then the last one that we came up with was bugs, poop, and tracks. (laughs) I love that one, too. Um, I I am excited that we we actually I think have found somebody who wants to bring us yes some animals yeah because we have some we have termites at the museum and we have the roly poly bugs mm-hmm. which also are called pill bugs maybe yeah, I think so I feel like that's one of those weird bugs that I never know the names of and then we you know we'll have all sorts of different tracks and stuff and. Obviously, we're not going to use real poo, but you can find lots of poo on the internet. Yes. Well, we can get um, prepackaged like owl poop that has like see what the owl made, and the kids dig through it. I know what you're talking about. Um, I remember that. In yeah. Sixth grade. Yeah. Alice. So I think we're going to do some of that, but um, no, it should all be really fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I hope that in the future it hold even more camps and have them all booked up, but I'm okay that they're not full at this moment. <laughs> I really like the idea of trying it out, see what works, um, you know, figure out, like, you know, that did not work kind of thing. Right. Um, and, you know, something that's kind of something that that's just how we function right, at right. Des Moines Children's Museum. We really are willing to, like, try stuff out and, like, and then pivot fast when something's not working yeah, for us. Exactly. And I'm really excited to get the at the end of camps parents will be able to 
give us their feedback and I'm sure like we can ask the kids too. So that'll really help how we go about camps in the future as well. All right, Ashlyn. So we are wrapping up this episode. So what are some of our takeaways from our pre-summer camp episode? That we're super excited about it, that we're now sitting here going to talk about what maybe didn't get ordered. <laughs> like we just talked about off air, that we've not <laughs> ordered t-shirts yet. And T-shirts for summer camp are going to be critical for us because we keep getting people asking for field trips, and we have not perfected the field trips. If you are a museum out there and you have perfected field trips, you should reach out and tell us because right now, in the summer, we are booking very large field trips, and we just mm -hmm. haven't figured out how we want those to function. So my concern is I need to know which children belong. Belong to our group. <laughs> to our camps. Group. Yeah, of campers. Um yeah, and we're just going to go bright, and it'll be just our logo. Yes. But still, yeah, we, those have not been ordered yet, and... Uh, It'll be okay. We'll get will, them. You will get it. We'll we, get it all. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is if you are interested in doing summer camps, or if you have great ideas for summer camps, um, it's just really taking the plunge and being like, let's do this. Let's mm -hmm. try it out. Um, I mean, the people that would register for our summer camps... They love us, right? I mean, you wouldn't have found us unless you followed us on Facebook or saw us at an event out in public. So, right. I mean, we really are lucky and blessed to have all of our community that we have found and they have found us to support us in this. Yes. Remember, we always love hearing from listeners. We want your feedback. We want to be your children's museum and playfully persistent podcast. Right now, you can email us at podcast at dsmchildrensmuseum.com. You can also follow us on all the usual places. Facebook is Des Moines Children's Museum. Twitter and Instagram is dsm underscore children's. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. We'll have new episodes every Tuesday. Make sure to take time to play.